When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. Have you had any epiphanies lately? I did. I've had a bunch of epiphanies. I've had a bunch of life-changing events and experiences, and I can't wait to share them with you. This week's episode is available on YouTube. Oh, I know you know. I know you know. Go to youtube.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. Click subscribe, share it with your friends. Let's grow the YouTube page. I'm looking for two milli. I'm looking for two milli subscribers. I don't know if I have an end date yet, but it was 1 million. We've, we've gone up to two. We're raising the stakes. The stakes have been raised and we're ready to roll. Thank you for all your support already. The Facebook fan page is growing as well. Facebook.com forward slash comedian Jesse Mae Peluso. Go over there and check it out. We got a lot of fun stuff that we're posting and we have a lot of fun projects coming up in 2023. I can't wait to have some tangible items for you guys to enjoy a special, a TV show, a book, all the fun stuff. I wouldn't have been able to do it without your support and I truly appreciate it. If you have time, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. Let us know how you love the pod and how it's affected your life. And I appreciate all of you guys so, so much. And this week, it's your girl. It's an old school episode. Again, we are going to do a recap of my 40th and the things that I've learned up until this point after I trip on shrooms in the desert. But for now, we are going to recap on being on tour with Carly and, you know, go through a couple calls. We do a couple carpe DMs. It's a fun one. So buckle up, get cozy with a little cup of tea or a glass of wine or a fucking bottle of beer however you roll and enjoy this week's episode with yours the one the only jesse may sharp tongue podcast beep 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 beep, beep you're listening to the sharp tongue podcast i'm your host jesse may jesse. peluso it's a personal look well it's not really a look because it's a podcast i'm already fucking this up this is kind of like a verbal comedy diary a deep look into the crevices of my mind it's gonna get dirty you might cry you probably laugh hopefully you'll laugh the whole point is for you to laugh but you also might cry i talk about my family i talk about farts, farts. i talk about love loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me oh hello kind folks i just got back from a very fruitful trip to ross dress for less don't want to brag but i'm gonna come right out and brag your girl got some stuff. If you don't know what a Ross dress for less is, it's like Marshall's on meth. Discount meth. Which, I don't even know what that looks like in the black market, to be honest. But I will tell you, it comes in all shapes and sizes. And some of it's bedazzled. Some of it might have some Halloween decor on it. But it won't not fill your soul. A lot like meth. It's a temporary fix. And I fucking lo love Ross Dress for Less. A lot of it. I got things I needed, mainly things I needed. I was there with my cousin and I looked down at 
my loot and I realized nothing really fun had made its way to the cart. And I looked at my cousin. I was like, damn, we have passed through a different threshold of adulthood where now we're purchasing things we actually need. And that just hits different. I got to be honest. Purchasing what you really need hits your soul differently. You, like I had just this epiphany, like, oh, I'm a grown ass bitch now. Here I am buying pans, a spatula. I even got the the thing that keeps the splatter away from your pans. Never used one of those. I just deal with all the oil splatter that goes everywhere. Got a splatter guard. I got ramen noodle bowls because I order a lot of to go. You know, let, let me spark this before we get deep into this episode. This is a lighter from Deb. My assistant Deb got me a strawberry lighter, among a bunch of other fun stuff for my birthday, which has just passed. But as I said on last week's, I'm going to be celebrating my birthday at the end of this month. Mm, This joint's got some holes in it. Hold on. There she blows. There she is. That's the ticket. And I am using an ashtray from one of my oldest fans mitch bacon eagle a little weed leaf shaped ashtray i hang on to stuff sometimes i've done a big big purge we'll get back on the purge not the movie but i mean essentially the movie is a purge of society is it not it is a societal purge i'm not saying we should do it but we should probably do it (laughs) everybody knows somebody they can't stand right have you guys ever been in lines anywhere you ever gone to any place anywhere and stood in a line in the major cities we feel the need for the purge in the nice towns in between the coast you guys don't really unless there's somebody of a different creed or color in your town god forbid you probably feel like there should be a purge but uh standing in these lines i kind of understand the movie (laughs) it's a joke do i need to say that these days i feel like i fucking need to let everyone know although i will say that the lately um, I, I feel that, uh, I don't need to apologize for stuff. You know, I really, I feel like because on this podcast, we often have serious conversation. So, you know, things that I discuss are earnest and you know, and I'm joking and I'm a comedian. So if you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you got offended, go book a therapy appointment. That's what I got to say to you. Uh, I'm just writing down that we need to get back to purging because I did purge, but I want to discuss this weekend and tell you about what I'm going to be doing. So this weekend, like I said on last week's pod, oop, 444 y'all, it's 444 angel number. I'm going to be going to Joshua Tree to have a little ceremony for myself and um, unleash and unpack a lot of the processing I've been doing over the past few years after losing a couple parents and going through quarantine and all the things that I have experienced. I feel like this is a very pivotal point in my life, turning 40 and it being my father's birthday this weekend. So I am going to do a bunch of drugs with my nearest and dearest to release and connect and unplug 
connecting with humans and unplugging from the digital world as my soul so desperately is aching for. So that is going to be an interesting experience. It's very intentional. I have a knowing of what I want to release. And so when I was discussing having, uh, recording a podcast about what I've learned up to this point, I'm going to do it after this weekend because I feel like a lot is going to be revealed. So this episode, we're just going to do like a little recap again and chit chat, tell you about my weekend in Austin. And, uh, we're going to do a couple carpe DMS. We're bringing that segment back every week. We're going to do a carpe DM of the week. Why not? and answer a couple calls. So don't forget, if you want to call and have your voicemail played on the podcast, it's 513-916-0930. That's 513-916-0930. The 916 is my birthday. The 0930 is my father's. Everything means something and nothing means anything. I had a weekend of shows in Austin with Carly Aquilino. A lot of fun But I will say I looked at Texas differently. Not like someone you're intimate with and then you don't like after where you're like, I don't know what I saw in you, but kind of like that. Like, I don't, I almost moved to Texas. Joe almost convinced me and I ended up staying in LA. If you know the story, you know the story. If you know, you know. But when I got to Texas, Carly had already landed. She went to the hotel And I kind of had this feeling walking through the airport that it kind of (laughs) sucks. No offense to anybody in Texas. Look, I'm coming from L.A. I know you're probably like, what are you saying? And L.A. doesn't suck. Yeah, L.A. sucks, too, in its own way. it's, It's all about how you look at places. It's all about what you're trying to get out of the experience. And number one for me, more than anything, is I do like the weather in LA. I like the consistency of the weather. I think the consistency of the weather here really sort of helps balance out my ADD because at least something's consistent. I need some sort of consistency, even if it's, you know, in the weather. I think it helps combat my ADD. I really do. Like I can always look forward to the weather being consistent and knowing what I need to wear. Because if I've got to decide what to fucking wear in the day, my mind, my mind gets blown. That's why when I was going through strife and a little bit of depression, I didn't even care about what the fuck I was wearing. What people told me I looked like a homeless person. Yeah, I probably did look like a homeless person because I wasn't considering what I was wearing. I don't have the mental aptitude to create capacity for choosing outfits. I just don't. So LA makes it easy to pick an outfit. I don't know how people get dressed in Texas. It's sweltering. It's fucking sweltering. And then you motherfuckers wear cowboy boots. What are you wearing a cowboy boots for? Why? Why? The fucking cowboy hats in the airport. What are we doing? Are you even a cowboy? I feel like most of you wearing the cowboy hats aren't cowboys. You're just Texas fellers. Is that the equivalent of people wearing straight brim hats in, in the boogie down Bronx with the tag still on them? Is the un... 
<laughs> is the untagged straight brim New York Yankees cap the cowboy hat of New York is what I really need to know. I think the answer is yeah. I really do. But Texas, I just, the thought was when I got off of the airplane was fuck Texas. And, and look, this isn't a political statement by any stretch. It's, it's more of a general statement like fuck Texas. And also traveling as women, not that we're using that as an excuse why things are difficult, but sometimes things are, there's a little bit more, it's a little more arduous to travel as a, as a human female. We have to consider more. I feel like we're mapping out our space a little bit more than men. We're considering, do we, have we accumulated any, any barnacles? Are there any barnacles? Are there any stalkers that are in our periphery? Is there someone on the flight that smelled me and I reminded them of an ex-girlfriend in high school and now they have rerouted their trip to wherever I'm going? These are things we consider. I feel like men don't have to consider. So it's a little more exhausting. But it was a lot of fun. The shows were fun. I did have to use my grown-up voice and deal with a little hiccup with the logistics of travel and, and all the things that are involved with being on the road as a stand-up comedian and that was an exercise in evolution because sometimes women myself specifically in the past have a hard time demanding our worth we sometimes placate to our environment because we've been taught to be nice instead of taught to be respectful and to have self-respect so usually the self-worth is not at the forefront of your behavior or actions in correlation with the outside world. And for the first time, instinctually, I demanded my worth and I got it. It's an amazing thing when you believe what you are worth, how the universe responds and follows suit. So it was very... It, didn't, it wasn't even that it was rewarding to feel that. It felt true. It felt like authentic to speak that way, to proclaim what I need in order to show up as a performer. And we got it done. You know, we got it fucking done. But you, you have to know your worth in order to make these statements, in order to make these demands. And you have to make requests. You have to make requests in life. No one's going to make requests for you. And making requests is a step towards realizing your worth. The more comfortable you get with making requests for things that you need in order to show up in your life professionally or otherwise, the more you put into practice a set of behaviors that will create a new internal narrative for you, which is I am worthy. And I got to do that in fucking Texas. So fuck Texas and uh, thank you for that lesson. Truly, we had shows at the Volcan Gas Company and thank you for everybody who came out. We had such a blast with our hosts, Derek and Sam. 
and um, I had a Bumble date show up. <laughs> Just dropping little nuggets here and there. Yeah, I am on the Bumble app, okay? I'm a human being. I'm also on Raya because I'm also a celebrity humble brag. So I'm somewhere in between those worlds. And I think I'm also, I'm going to say something that's really personal, but I say it only to assist in others exercising, creating their own worth and manifestations. I'm going to be celibate for a year. (laughs) A whole year, a calendar year. No one is going to enter the vagina factory. I'm hoping to grow my hymen back, truly. Is that even possible? Do we need to call Bill Nye? Or is that a question for Neil deGraw Tyson? I don't know. But I need a scientist to give me answers so I can know what to expect. I honestly think that it's an important thing to do once in a while. I've done it before. I've had uh, 18 months of celibacy. And as a woman, our body receives. Our body receives other body parts. People put their body parts inside of us. That's a different fucking experience. And because of that, I think we retain a lot of energy from other people that can fuck up our flow, literally and figuratively. Other people's energy can fuck up your frequency, your vibration, your parenthood that you didn't plan. It can disrupt your flow. Other people's energy can disrupt your your flow. And... It's important to protect yourself. And this is my version of that. And renew yourself. And what I look to get from it is just some clarity. Like literally clearing out the energy that's in my pussy. That's just really what we're looking for here is clearing out that pussy energy. You got to clear it out once in a while. You got to clear out that pussy energy because it there's so much that's held in there. We literally hold everything in our vaginas. There's so much energy that's compacted in there and stress accumulates in the womb and we have gut problems and our guts down there. There's a lot of these different processes and functions that are intertwined and in this general vicinity of our body where more often than not, we're not doing any work to untangle all of that. So me being celibate for years, me untangling my pussy energy. That's what I'm going for. I want to untangle all that pussy energy. And I had an epiphany after my Greece rendezvous, which I spoke a little bit about. You probably, if you, if you listen to me, I'm oddly really candid and sometimes very protective of certain parts of my life. I need to have something just for me. A lot of my life is just for me. I share a lot because I believe in the ability of people to heal through relating to what I've experienced. I believe in that. And I believe it's important to share traumatic experiences with people so they 
themselves can maybe develop a clearer path to healing and to know that the healing is possible and that everyone goes through these traumatic events. But the epiphany I had that I never really considered was when we're physical with people, no matter if you're male or female or what your, your orientation is, what you prefer, let go and let God live, live in love and love is love, all that. The epiphany was kind of what I just spoke about, that when we're intimate with somebody, when we're physically intimate with somebody, their energy can enter our energy and our body. And our body can store literal DNA. Like there's obviously a DNA exchange. There's obviously a DNA exchange that happens when you're physical with somebody. So on a, on a molecular level, you're retaining some of their genetic energy. And on a spiritual level, you're absorbing some of their spiritual energy. And we feel that when we're just in environments. Don't you guys feel that? Like you go into a house and the energy feels weird or you go into a party and the energy feels great. Sometimes you go into a room and the energy feels great. Like my house here, the energy is awesome. Everyone who comes through here says that like the energy here is so light and and it feels good. So the experience of energy on that level is real. I think we've all sort of had that sort of relatable experience when it comes to different levels of energy and what it feels like when you're in different scenarios. I think the same can be said about people and being intimate with them and what the crossroads of our energetic fields produce. Sometimes it's magic. Sometimes it's magic and traumatic. Sometimes it's traumatic. It's, it's a multitude of, of results. And regardless, I think it's important to sweep up the cobwebs that have accumulated in your puss. Hold on. Let's be honest, sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves. That's why Dame Products designed Eva, the first hands-free vibrators for couples, boost pleasure and connection for all with a little toy that won't get in the way. Sharing pleasure during intimacy not only feels good in your body, but it can increase your emotional connection and decrease your stress levels so you can take those good feelings with you through your day. Yes, don't act like you don't think about that hot afternoon sex that you had. But in order to get there, even the most sexually motivated couples can benefit from a strategically placed buzz. Everyone loves a little buzz. Enter Dame Products. Dame Products designed its hands-free toy, Eva, specifically for couples. It nestles closely to the bod and stays put with just a finger, hello, so you and your partner can focus on intimacy. Designed to enhance, not distract from pleasure, Eva is your sex life's new BFF. So what are you waiting for? Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex you'll actually look forward to. Go to dameproducts.com, enter code SHARP today for 15% off site-wide. That's code S-H-A-R-P to take off 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. There she goes. Mm, Fuck off, YouTube. They're going to be like, we can't post this again. I think it's important to clear out the energetic cobwebs in your pussy. Put that in your period calendar. Put that as a reminder. I think it's important to set a reminder to clear out the energetic cobwebs in your pussy. I really do. I think it's a, it's a, it's a vital, vital situation. And 
people don't do that often. And so that was the epiphany I had where I felt like I wanted to take some time to clear out my, my pussy energy. How many times can I say it? To reset a little bit. See if my hymen will grow back. I know it won't, but dreamers can dream. I think it's important to set some space because I'm setting new intentions for myself and my life. And I think it's difficult to do that carrying old energy into a new energy space. So I say a year to give myself time to meditate, to give myself time to reflect, to give myself time to work on the book that coincides with all of this because I've been writing a book about all the men in my life, not just sexual experiences, but family members, not inappropriate things, but also inappropriate things. It's basically about all the men that I have come into contact with and how they've affected me and what I've learned from my interactions with them. And I can't keep accumulating experiences. I need to, I need to cap it because I have so many experiences that I want to put into the book and one that just recently occurred that I think is a really vital chapter in my life and in this book I'm realizing I need to stop <laughs> I need to shut up <laughs> I'm shutting down the fuck factory <laughs> I'm shutting down the fuck factory you know we got to shut it down cuz we're getting new equipment and we're remodeling so I need to reassess how things have been functioning in this factory and what needs to... Who Some people are going to get let off. They're not getting off. They're going to get let off. They're going to get let go. And people aren't going to make the cut. And habits aren't going to make the cut. And behaviors aren't going to make the cut. I think a lot of us recycle traumatic events that aren't even ours. And we put those into uh, relationships and behaviors and experiences. And it just becomes this revolving door of toxic behavior and people that you continuously allow into your life. And it's no good, man. It's no good. You know, it's, it's not healthy. You have to break the chain. So a part of this celibacy is me breaking a chain a part of this celibacy is me getting back to what I love about life that has nothing to do with someone else and it's just a break like giving the giving the cuckoo a break the bitch needs a break you know or she's gonna break and that's true about our lives in general if we don't take a break you can break and it's not that I'm afraid someone's going to break my pussy. I I am only worrisome about putting all this effort into evolving my life. I'm just going to take a screenshot of this because we're we're getting in deep. Oh, cute. Going to send it to um, my dear friend Leo Flowers who just called. Him and I are supposed to have a chat right now, but the day's running a little bit late, so I had to let him know. Not that you guys need to know all that information, but here I am. I'm just an open book. I think it is important to um, reacclimate the puss, and that that's what I'm doing. I'm reacclimating her to start anew, and so I'm going to begin this journey. I 
I don't know if I should do it Christmas Eve going into 2023 or if I should start it this weekend. I feel like I should start it this weekend. I'm going to start it this weekend. I feel like that falls in line with the whole purpose of it all. And truly be able to have an intentional starting point with it being on my father's birthday, which is kind of (laughs) creepy. I'm going to stop having sex on my father's birthday. It sounds like uh, we have a problem there. We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger emotional boat. Thankfully, my father was an amazing man, so we don't have to worry about all that. But yeah, why not? Why not start my celibacy on my dad's birthday? That's not weird at all, is it? Hey, life is weird. Things are weird. Um, Speaking of weird, let's get back to Austin. Austin is weird. That's their logo or they stay weird or something like that. Liz Kid Alper came out. Shout out to Liz Kid, who is a fan of mine. She came out and we were able to actually meet each other in the flesh, which was delightful. It was nice to meet her in the flesh. And her friend said that it meant so much for me to hang out with Liz after the show. And I probably don't even know how, how much she needed it. And we're all struggling. We're all going through stuff. And I, and my, my love and energy goes out to Liz. It was so nice to sit with you and chat. And Liz asked me, and I told her I would talk about it on the podcast. Liz asked me about the Scottish guy, which we've kind of talked about. We kind of have talked about it a little, little bit. And, you know, I don't, I don't like to give names. I've told a lot of stories about my experiences with regular people and famous people. And I try to omit names because I'm not here trying to drag anybody through the dirt. You know, I'm going to take the high road. Literally, I just smoke weed and omit information that could be detrimental down the road. We don't need names. Um, but Liz had asked me about the Scottish guy. And the Scottish guy was the man I was involved with when I was working in Greece. And I told her I got stupefied. I got stupefied, and that's a a play on words, a play on names. I was stupefied. This is what happens: is sometimes people will love bomb you in the beginning, and men and women do this. And I kind of felt that's what was going on. But when you're on vacation, reality is different. Reality is literally a dream. Your rules go out the the window. Your diet goes out the window. All of your routine and everything you've ever worked on dissolves. And you're like, this place is great. And so you get caught up. You get caught up. And the irony about travel love is it doesn't have a passport. And I think him and I assumed that it did. And it didn't. That shit did not have a fucking passport. I was love bombed without a fucking passport. And learned a lot got a whole chapter out of this motherfucker and I'm, I'm debating a couple different titles for the, for the chapter, but stupefied might be one. I think that one's kind of fun. And I think it's important to share this because it's a testament to the fact that you can always learn each situation with the individual intimate or not is an opportunity to learn something about yourself and how you occur and how you can show up better next time. And that's 
that's how I keep functioning. That's how I keep maintaining some positive outlook on life is being a constant student of my own behavior, of external behavior, of other people's behavior and interactions and experiences. I'm a constant student. What can I learn from this moment? Because otherwise we're not even in the moment. We're thinking about the next one or we're thinking about the one that was passed. I want to know what can I learn in this moment. So he's going to go in the book. (laughs) He's going in the book. And, you know, let's just say this past year, I think six of my greatest chapters have happened. Six of the most important chapters of my life have occurred in this past year, romantically speaking. And it's going to be, it's going to be very revealing. And, you know, the most I can say about the Greek situation is that I saw it coming and I let it, I let it arrive. It's like you're standing on the train tracks. You see the train coming. You have plenty of time to move out of the way. But you're like, no, let's get hit by this train. And you learn. You learn. You live and you learn. You love, live, and learn. And I'm learning between a balance of keeping my guard up and then not keeping it up so high that I can't even see over the fence. And I'm a grown-ass woman saying this. So just know that there is an opportunity for growth in every situation. You just have to have your eyes open. And I guess I, you know, kept my eyes. My eyes were like this. My eyes were like kind of open. But, you know, you're like, oh, I can open my eyes. But then you're like, I don't want to open them all the way. So you just kind of shut them a little. (laughs) And I know that about myself. I am an eternal optimist in every corner of my life. And because of that, I'm able to sort of adapt and and pivot. But I've learned all that and now I want to slow down. So I'm slowing everything down. I'm slowing it way, way down, starting with with the fuck factory. Not that I'm fucking fast, but I'm taking a different approach to my life as a whole and I'm really looking forward to this next chapter I don't know about you guys but I feel like it's fucking 2023 is gonna be my year <laughs> let's do carpe dms it is time for carpe dms guys this one comes from a fellow whose name we're gonna omit we've decided we're not gonna show your names because people are crazy This one says, hello, darling. I'm writing you from Spain only to answer if you'll have a spicy night with a Spanish big man. Yes, you will have. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. So you came to ask me if I'll have a spicy night with a Spanish big man. Now, I don't know what kind of spice we're talking about because I have a sensitive intestinal tract and esophagus. So we're really going to have to sort of compromise on the heat level if that's what we're talking about. And also, if we're having a, a spicy night with like tacos and, and hot sauce, nothing funkies happen afterwards because you can't trust your butthole after that journey. So you better pick your a spicy carefully. Cuidado, el piso, 
es en fuego. So, and you're a Spanish big man. I don't know what that is. I'm picturing the the TJ big boy that's outside of the diners. I'm picturing like a giant yard ornament. <laughs> when you say you're a Spanish big man, I'm, I'm picturing just like a spicy pepper that's in the front of somebody's yard. It's just like a cool spicy pepper yard yard ornament. And I'm here for it. And I don't know if you call your dick spicy pepper, but you might want to throw that into the rotation. And then you'll say, yes, you will have. So you ask me, you say, hello, darling, I'm writing to you from Spain, which I feel like you're trying to lure me in with that, with that part. Like, oh, I'm in Spain. Look how far I've messaged you from. But you're on Instagram. It's not like you hand wrote a letter and sent it to me. You know, you guys act like saying where you're DMing me from is giving me some sense of longing because you're, it's like cross the oceans. So you're just sending me a DM. You didn't even use a stamp. So use a stamp next time. If you're going to mention a country only to answer, if you'll have a spicy night with a Spanish big man to which you continue on to answer for me and say, yes, I will have you say, yes, you will have. So it wasn't even a choice I was able to make. I had no choice in the matter of the spicy night we are allegedly going to have. And I'm not even sure if we're referring to the spice of the butthole. (laughs) So thank you so much for that. Spicy. I appreciate you so much. Um, This next message comes from an unnamed man as well. I'm not a creep, but dot, 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 dude, dot, dot, dot. I eat 10 miles of shit to get to your ass. And they say chivalry is dead. Ah, sir, why would you eat that much shit? Why not just one mile? And that's a lot. I, I, in high school, I used to brag I could run a four-minute mile. That, that sucker's up to like 54 minutes now. I gotta be honest. And I can't even imagine how much shit you could fit in, an, in a mile. In an aisle. On, on the Nile. I feel like 10 miles is a little much. And I feel like you're kind of teachers petting it a little bit. You're like, oh my God, I'd eat 10 miles of your shit. I don't need you to eat 10 miles of my shit. So that's, I don't want, I don't want you to do that to yourself. You don't got, you don't got to go all out for me like that. Just a mile, just a mile will do. You know why we got to go crazy. You're so crazy. Why we got to go crazy right now. You know, what are you trying to prove, bud? You're, 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 you're obviously an overachiever. You're probably an honor student. Your mom had the bumper sticker on the back of the car. You hopefully have a good digestive system. I can't imagine. You must have traveled overseas. Maybe you did some Amazonian treks through the rainforest. You're probably impervious to parasites is what I'm saying. But you're just trying to get to my ass. I mean, go on my Instagram page. It's there, fella. Ask for alts. And uh, share it because there's really good Alzheimer's information on there. So if you want to be a part of the of the of the solution and not the problem, you can do that with my ass. Thank you so much. Those are my two favorites. I have so many more to share with you guys. Let's do a couple calls. We've got a couple voicemails that have been sitting there. So let's answer these guys. Um, here we go.
<laughs> just me. It's not for us, though. I was looking for some advice. Uh, just wondering if you ever, like, worked with a friend uh, that's all for your boss. Uh, currently in that situation, and it fucking sucks. Uh, just wondering, how do you tell your friend slash boss slash guitarist that he sucks at his job? I don't know how to do it. It's really fucking hard. But he's so bad. It's not good. I'm so frustrated. Any advice? That'd be great. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Um, it, that's hard. That's a hard, hard situation. The fact that it's your boss. Are you sure he sucks? I'm not doubting your gauge. I don't know what your level of experience is. Is there any way you could show him how he sucks? Or is he so delusional that he doesn't even know that? Sometimes people, they have, literally they're filled with delusions of grandeur about themselves and they don't realize what the reality is. And that can get you and fuel you through the learning stages of anything creative. Sometimes you're powered by your delusion. And that can be a really useful tool in those beginning stages. Because it sort of makes you a little, you know, numb to the pain (laughs) of how bad you are. You know, it really, it it can help in the beginning. There is some sense of delusion that kind of helps fuel the creative process. It's an interesting thing. And it's not that we, we're also like, are able to avoid the, the painful process, but being delusional is something I remember early on with stand-up comedy. And it's something that's so congruent through this industry. You see young comics and they're so delusional about how shitty they are. So I wonder if this guy's delusional about how bad he is. But I also wonder your capability to measure that. How are we measuring his ill, his, his, his poor capabilities at his job? And having a hard conversation is probably the nicest thing you could do to this guy or for this guy. A lot of people are so scared to have tough conversations because why? Because it's uncomfortable. We are not creatures that seek uncomfortable scenarios. We go right for the comfort zone and that's the only place you don't grow. So get yourself outside of your comfort zone. Get in this uncomfortable conversation and maybe something really magical will come from it. Maybe you guys will become closer. Maybe you'll, it'll drive the stake between you. Maybe you'll learn something about each other that you hadn't previously learned. Maybe you'll crack this guy's delusional code and maybe he'll become great and you better ask for 10%. Either way, the only thing bad that comes from being in an uncomfortable situation is you not giving it your all because what do you have to lose? You're already in it. Give it your all with this guy. Tell him how you really fucking feel. Sometimes that's the most refreshing thing is someone just telling you how they fucking feel. In today's day and age where we can hide behind computer screens and our cell phones and avatars and filters, authenticity is 
an endangered species. So be your authentic self. It might enrich in your relationship. And it's also really fucking refreshing. It's so refreshing to be authentic. It's, it also takes less energy. Once you get used to it, it's, it's empowering. And it's also, it just becomes comfortable. You just don't care. You don't care after a while. You're, you're in the flow of being your authentic self. And then an amazing thing happens. You start attracting authenticity into your life. Where energy, where focus goes, energy flows. So be authentic with this motherfucker. See what happens. Some magic might come from it. I'm really fucking excited for you, to be honest. I think this is going to be a great thing. You got to let me know how it, how it turns out. Let me know how it turns out. Let's see. Let's do one more question. Bonjour. This is Brad. I mean, Enzo Gorlami. I was calling you to tell you that I have a very established friendship with a man. He's fat. He's burnt. And he has a yacht. I'm ready to now reject all of the top flight actor sluts for you. As long as you are prepared to get me 100 Nazi scouts. And I want my scouts. We will also be attending the cinema. In which we will be blowing up said cinema <laughs> with high projectile flammable film and burning every Nazi goddamn bastard in that song, bitch. <laughs> as long as you accept these terms, please return my phone calls as I am ready to stop doing so many stuntful, mistakeful things in the movies and killing myself. All right. Arrivederci. <laughs> Not Arrivederci. What the fuck? I'm dying. He said Arrivederci. Uh, oh, God, that's so good. I don't know who that was. I saw someone said Brad Brad Pitt and had to, had to play that one. Um, so apparently... We're gonna go kill the Nazis at a movie theater? Are you so you're obviously an Inglorious Bastards fan. Heard. Heard. Well if you guys wanna call the pod, call. I'll play your message. Just make sure you realize that's what we're doing, okay? Because a couple of times we've played the message and we're like, Can you not play my message? Well, then I'm a real therapist and that's gonna be a different type of phone call, okay? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to Venmo ass. Call the pod, five one three nine one six oh nine three oh. And thank you guys so much. We still are gonna do a what I've learned up into my 40th year podcast episode. We're also going to be doing a grief survival guide episode, um, sort of wrapping up the larger spectrum of what I've learned after losing both of my parents. We kind of did a mini version of that about my mom, but there's so much more to unpack. So we'll have another one of those episodes as well as a couple episodes with some guest hosts. And um, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Hope you learned something from this. And if you want to email me questions and you don't want 
your any of your name or whatever included, make sure you include that in the email at Jesse May Peluso. Sorry, Jesse May Peluso comedy at gmail.com. But have a great week, guys. I love you. Kill it. Stay, stay strong. Shawshank Redemption. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.